Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Oh, yes, I can see it now. It's a, it's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. A helicopter? It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner. And it says, uh, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plummeting to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. Second to the third. There's no parachutes yet. Skydivers. I can't tell just yet what they are, but... Oh, my God, they're crashing! Oh, God, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of my eyes! Going this way to the windshield of a parked car! This is terrible. They're running around, pushing each other. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Oh, people are running about. Uh, the turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. Thanks for that on-the-spot report, Lance. <laughs> those of you who just tuned in, the Pinedale Shopping Mall has just been bombed with live turkey. <laughs> Film at 11. It's the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. On 107.7 RKR, the Rocker. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. And everybody, happy Thanksgiving! Yay, we made it! Yes! We got to it. We just got to get through it now. All this food and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it through. It'll be all right. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving edition of the Rocker Morning Show today. Uh, we actually have a ton of fun stuff for you. Yeah, we're finishing our daily thanks today with our big thanks open category. So it could be anything we want it to be. We've got information on how you can win Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets to either Grand Rapids or the flyaway to San Antonio. We got interviews with Trans-Siberian Orchestra band members Jeff Plate and Joel Hoekstra. So really cool that we're going to be doing that. Playing that for you, and something I've been looking forward to, something I love to stir the pot every year at Thanksgiving with my family. Four ruin, four words to ruin dinner. I yes. know you love this too, me. Yes, this is this is one of my favorite things to do. I will literally start fires. With Michigan this. edition. Yes, oh uh, I, fig- I figure we moved to Mi- I moved to Michigan. I might as well do a Michigan edition of it. Yeah, uh, and uh, come up with some good stuff. I might start a fight right here in the studio with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> see it's gonna be a good time not your typical rocker morning show today but happy thanksgiving everybody we're gonna have some fun today kalamazoo's rock station 1077 rkr rocker morning show with me paul and mark frank house live for the climax solar studios yeah we got big things happening uh, a couple of tso flyways trans-siberian mm-hmm. orchestra of course the san antonio one that's gonna be a big one but grand rapids they're gonna be here next sunday december 4th at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. You want to go? We're giving away tickets. TSO Grand Rapids. Click that button on the 1077 RKR app. Get signed up right now. We're going to pick the winners when we get back from the holiday season. And maybe just so you know what you're getting into, we actually did get to talk to a couple of the guys from Trans-Siberian Orchestra earlier uh, this year leading up to the show. So let's go back and revisit our interview with uh, Jeff Plate and, uh, you know, see what he said about Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Now, you guys are doing the Ghosts of Christmas Eve. The, this is going to be the best of uh, TSO and more. Uh, is there anything uh, unique about this tour in particular uh, that we can expect uh, on these shows? 
Um, I mean, if you've seen TSO before, you know what we're about. You know, <laughs> right. It's 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 a it's a spectacle. It is production second to none. Musically, it's fantastic. Vocally, uh, Ghost of Christmas Eve is a is a story that was. Well, we recorded this as a TV show back in 1999. Right. And it's, it's one of our stronger shows. The, uh, the very first CD that we released, Christmas Eve and Other Stories, that story is really the thing that kind of put us on the map. And, and along with that, you know, this is a rock show at its core. But with the story and the holiday theme and everything to it, this really is a family show. So regardless of what age you are, what musical genre you, you like listening to, there really is something here for everybody, and this is this is why TSO is still growing today. Yeah, let me ask you, you know, you guys, uh, obviously a lot of preparation going into these shows, which means, you know, during the summer probably you're getting ready for this. Does preparing for these, you know, essentially holiday tours, especially this time of year, does it get you into the holiday spirit early? Um, yes, I would say so. <laughs> I mean, here, here we are. You know, the promotion machine obviously starts a couple months out. Right. We we start we start getting the set list of what we're going to be performing, what other new songs we need to to learn, and then you have to start brushing up on on some of the older stuff. So, so yeah, I mean, once that once this whole thing kicks into gear, that spirit is there, and and it's just something that we this has become a way of life for a lot of us. Yeah. So getting getting on stage and getting on tour. Going out and doing this, I mean, we're we're not home for the holidays. True. But what we're bringing to everybody else really makes up for it. You mentioned that you've been in a number of you know different projects and bands and stuff, um, but obviously TSO since the '90s has kind of been something that, like you said, you you basically watched it get molded and built, you know, from from that throne right there behind the drum kit. Like, what is it about TSO and its longevity that has kept you with this particular project for so long? Well, it's so good. I mean, it's when I joined Sabotage, I really felt I found my home. You know, mm-hmm. my drumming style fit that band perfectly. And then TSO was just an extension of that. And what I mean, when we released our first Christmas album, Christmas Eve and Other Stories, it be, it was a huge hit. It was like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, you you are you are in this business. I mean, when you're a kid, you're dreaming of being a rock star and all this and that. So next thing you know, here I am, part of this group that has a multi-million selling record. <laughs> you're going, wow, <laughs> there's something there, there's something going on here. No doubt. So it just really kind of built from there. But the the thing to me, aside from the spectacular shows and and the music and the vocals and the lyrics are Paul O'Neill's stories. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing, that's the glue that holds this whole thing together. And this is what really brought people in the room and kept them coming back. I, I think when we first started touring, people did not really know what to, to, to make of us. But once they realized that it was a family show, and once they realized that story was something that connected with everybody, that's when this thing really started to snowball and turn into what it's become today. But, you know, for me personally, just working with the cast of people that I work with, and I'm not just talking the musicians and the vocalists, but our production team, our management team, you, whatever, whatever your career is, uh-huh. you know, when you, when you are involved in people at the top of their game in every position, you never want it to end. You know, sure. <laughs> that's, sure. that's I, I have, would never have any inkling at all of ever walking away from this. 
because it is so good. And honestly, each year it seems to get better. I'm curious, you know, you, you mentioned it a little bit ago. This is such a different project from, you know, a typical rock and roll lifestyle. And, you know, you've been a part of some of those other, I don't want to call them typical, but like, you know, stereotypical, I guess, uh, rock and roll and metal bands. You know, what is the outside, like the, the standard rock world think about this particular project? Because it does have its roots in, in obviously rock and metal, but it is so much different than that standard kind of rock show that you would see. What do like people in other rock bands think about TSO? Well, to, to elaborate on the roots of this, you know, Paul O'Neill's a New York City guy. And right. He loved Broadway. He loved theater. There's all of these elements, you know, the storytelling part of it. He, there, all of these elements are in TSO. But to your point, when, I mean, even for the members of TSO, when we did our first show, <laughs> we walked on that stage with, with knots in our stomachs. It's like, <laughs> oh, that- wow, here we are. Here we are, a bunch of long-haired metal guys wearing tuxedos. And <laughs> oh, how, is, how is this going to go? Let's see, and, let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I think at the, at the same time, our peers were also wondering the same thing. It's yeah. like, what did you guys get yourself wrapped up into here? What, what the hell is going on? But anyhow, as this thing has progressed and built, I think everybody in our industry now looks at this whole thing differently. Mm-hmm. And trust me, it took a couple of years when I finally could, could stand back and, I, and, and look at what was going on and go up to Paul O'Neill and say, hey, man, you were right. You, you, you nailed this right on the head. And to his credit, he never backed off what he wanted to do and just kept building this thing. So there, there is, there was a lot of head scratching and speculation about what we were doing at first. Yeah. And now there is a line of people waiting to get involved easily. So awesome. I think that's, that speaks volumes to, to what we've done over the years. <laughs> Sunday, December 4th, Grand Rapids, Van Andel arena. Tickets are available now. Trans Siberian, trans dash Siberian.com. Two shows, 3 PM, 7 30 PM Van Andel. Uh, I cannot wait to see the show. I'm really excited to see you guys live. And uh, yeah, it's it's getting me excited for the holidays. And I've been, I've already been, I've already kind of been excited anyways for this <laughs> um, for the holidays. But this just makes it even more exciting. Uh, so lucky to have you guys back in the area again. And cannot wait to see you, Jeff Plate. We appreciate you hanging out with us today. You got it, guys. Take care. Thank you, you. Too, buddy. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios Thanksgiving edition. Today, we're finishing off our daily thanks for the week since tomorrow we're going into Second Helpings weekend, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah, we wanted to no, finish. No, not tomorrow. Right after oh, the show today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, yeah. we're starting early. Yep, Start 10 with... o'clock is when we get back-to-back artists all weekend long. This is going to be sweet. But before we get into that, we wanted to uh, finish up our thanks, our daily thanks we've been doing all this week and today's kind of a catch-all category so we'll get things going uh for what we're thankful for mark go ahead i gotta show love and you know to not to get uh, on a sour topic but Uh you know we lost uh tommy from the power rangers this week yeah uh really sad news and i just it made me reflect just how huge the power rangers were to me when Mm -hmm. i was a kid Mm -hmm. i was obsessed with this show even watching it back as an adult i laughed because i was like it's the same formula every episode. Oh, yeah. They never change anything. But the introduction of Tommy and the Green Ranger was a, a changing point in the show. Well, he was the White Ranger first. Well, no, he's a Green Ranger. The Green Ranger, Ranger then the White Ranger. Then yeah. the Green Candle went out, and then he was resurrected right. as the White Ranger. Yeah. So, yeah. So, much love to Tommy and really all of the uh, his co his cast members as well yeah. who are 
going through a tough time, especially on Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. it just can't be easy. So much love to them for making my childhood awesome. Uh, I'm going to keep it in the realm of childhoodness. I'm thankful for trampolines. Yes. Oh. Yeah, trampolines I, are awesome. Did, okay. They even allow big boys like me to jump and at least moderately high with minimal effort. <laughs> you want to know what my next one is? Is it trampolines? Yes. No kidding. Are you serious yes, right now? Yes, it's trampolines. Ah! Oh, my God. I am not even kidding you. So the reason, <laughs> for me at least, yeah. that... <laughs> That's so funny. Um, the reason, I told you we don't we don't we don't tell each other what our lists are. This is was, wild. So it was actually George uh, Neeson okay. who I was gonna thank. Yeah, because he invented trampolines. Oh, that's awesome. So if you don't know, I used to do a backyard wrestling thing when uh -huh. I was a kid, and uh, spent like seven years on a trampoline. Even more than that, actually, seven years doing the wrestling federation, but. Yeah, the, uh, and I say wrestling, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was a lot of fun. We were kids just being kids, and uh, yeah, trampolines. I miss having a trampoline. Yeah. Every time I see one, I'm like, man, I want to have a match on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's wild. Perfect. All right, my number two. I am thankful for air fryers. Yeah. I resisted this for a long time, uh, but by God, it's the greatest thing I've ever bought for my uh, for my kitchen. Like, microwave pizza rolls are fine, but even, you know, made in a superior... Uh, Oven-made pizza rolls are superior. True. Always. But it takes so long. Man. This thing, man, 10 minutes, air fryer, boom. Perfect pizza rolls. You and me must be, like, reading each other. No Because I also have a cooking appliance. Oh, okay. That's okay. my next one. Not an air fryer. Oh, okay. Smokers. Mm, um, all right. I don't have a house yet, so I don't have a proper smoker. Right. But I did see that Ninja brought out a, like, a grill slash smoker slash... <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's expensive. <laughs> so I'm saving up to get it. So you're either going I to get a house or the smoker. No, like I, <laughs> trust me, the smoker is quite expensive, but I'll be able to to smoke meats while gotcha. I'm in an apartment, which is great oh, okay, because okay. I've just been wanting to smoke brisket for yeah. a long time. So much love to smokers for producing some of the most amazing food I've ever tasted. Phenomenal. I'm going to be amazed if you have this one on your list. Okay. I am thankful for the Dallas Cowboys. This is totally selfish. For being a slightly more successful Detroit Lions. Mediocre records year after year, giving us all hope until the playoffs. I do not have it on my list, but I commend you for your love for them. I definitely have no hate towards the uh, towards them boys. So, uh, no, my number four, flat out, Nintendo. The company Nintendo, I mean, years and and that's the thing with Nintendo. They were they were kind of low key for a little bit. Yeah, you know they they came out with some bangers: the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the Wii. Yeah, you know, and then Xbox and PlayStation. They gave them a run for the money, but the the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. I will say I love Xbox. I'm an Xbox guy. The Nintendo Switch is the consummate console right now. Nice. Okay. I just I'm in love with it. I love the Nintendo. I think that was number three. You said number four. I number just want to make four. sure you okay, skip gotcha. the right one. So. It is number four. Okay. So I had Power Rangers, Smokers, Trampolines, and now Nintendo. Okay, all right. So my number four is the 2004 cinematic classic Hidalgo, starring Viggo Mortensen <laughs> and Omar Sharif, about a down-and-out cowboy and his Mustang 
who traveled to Arabia in 1890 to compete in a deadly cross-desert horse race loosely based on the life of Frank T. Hopkins. It was also the final major film to be widely released on VHS, a film that Roger Ebert called the kind of movie Hollywood has become almost too jaundiced to make anymore. Bold, exuberant, and swashbuckling. Beautiful. <laughs> I love that movie. Beautiful. It's stupid and silly and whatever, but I love it. My last one, and yeah. we, we may both have this okay. again, is Kalamazoo. The city oh, yeah. is awesome. I moved here in 2017 in October. The first day I moved here, I didn't even feel alone. And this is the first time I moved away from friends, family. I grew up mm -hmm. on the east side of the state. But you people listening every single day is just unreal. That I get to do this for a living. You support us. You stick with us. You gave us a chance. Um, you know, after the Rocker Morning Show being what it was for so many years, mm -hmm. you know, for sticking with us and... Just being here to enjoy and having fun every single morning. That's what it should be about. It's all about positivity here. Yep. We like to keep it light and fun-hearted, and that's what it's all about. And I appreciate the guys, the fact that you guys support us every single day, and just being a part of this community is awesome. So thank yep. you for accepting me into this city. Well, I'm kind of in the same realm. I agree with Kalamazoo, but I'm going to make it even more specific to this show uh, I kind of teased this on Monday. Mark, I am thankful for you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, you've been my co-host and partner in all this madness. Um, moving to Michigan was kind of a huge gamble uh, for me because I was in a very comfortable spot. But this was this was an opportunity that I was, you know, really kind of encouraged to do. And, and you know, for my personal and professional lives, you know, this has been a huge change. But, you know, from day one, you have been a solid leaning post for me. Um You've been super inviting for this, you know, Kansas country kid to come into the mitten. Uh, you've been a solid work partner from the day I got here. I cannot thank you enough for welcoming in uh, me to this community, to the station, to everything here. So uh, if I had here, we'll just cheers our water for this one. Yes. Here's uh, here's to the last eight months that we've been doing this Quite. and to at least another eight months and hopefully Hopefully more than just eight months. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving from Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse. And I'll tell you what, this is by far one of my favorite stand-ups ever. But this dude, Jim Gaffigan, you probably know him. He makes a great point about Thanksgiving, and I'm going to play it for you. Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? It's like we didn't even try to come up with a tradition. The tradition is we overeat. Hey, how about Thanksgiving we just uh, eat a lot? We do that every day. Oh, what if we eat a lot with people that annoy the hell out of us? Oh, he's anti-family. And now you're ready to face the day. Thanks for getting your morning shot of rock. The Rocker Morning Show on 107.7 RKR. Honey. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from Climax Solar Studios. Our special Thanksgiving edition of the Rock and Morning Show. So, one of my favorite things to do, you mentioned it earlier, is to just cause a ruckus. I love being a troll uh -huh. at Thanksgiving. Um, I'm one of those that'll wear the most offensive, like, rock or metal t-shirt I can <laughs> just to get a rise out of people, yeah. you know? Because they know who I am, and then they'll laugh at it and just shake their head and be like... Oh boy. Yeah, fine. Let's just cut the turkey. That's our kids. <laughs> but uh now they just like I said, they just kind of shake their heads at my shirt. So yeah. I've been I've been trying to do this thing where 
you know, you just say four words that's going to start something <laughs> at the table. Completely non-political, and it's usually pretty random stuff. So, how about you and I play a game All right. of four words to ruin Thanksgiving, Michigan edition. Oh, Michigan edition. Non-political. Okay. okay. Have you got any? Well, see, I do, but like... Some, not all of them are all Michigan. That's related, fine. That's fine. But it is a like the part of the culture growing up in Michigan. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Okay. Four words. First ones. I don't want seconds. Oof. That'll start a fight at my house. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You'll get some looks. Like, oh. Now this one won't get everybody up in arms, but at least a couple of your uncles, maybe. Okay. Kid Rock kind of sucks. <laughs> That's. That'll at least get one or two of your uncles oh. up in arms. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> sorry. Here we go. Not sorry. Uh, come do these dishes. <laughs> I've never seen somebody jet out of the room so fast in right. my entire life. Suddenly, the house became empty. <laughs> ah, the worst. I don't drink Fago. Ooh, Yeah. Yeah, we got a communist. Sure. <laughs> You're either a juggalo or a communist. <laughs> I think juggalos can be communists, technically. That's true. That's you know? true. Um, the Detroit Lions lose. <laughs> We've gotten used to that. So I actually it'll, it will ruin it. You want to know something crazy? My number three? Lions are gonna win. <laughs> That would literally destroy the Thanksgiving of whoever they're losing. <laughs> they may skip dinner if that happens. So. Oh, man. What else? Bills you fans, you might want to stock up on some food. <laughs> the turkey is frozen. Oh, God. It's the worst. Oh, I've had that happen where the turkey that's, just like the outside was kind of done. Yeah. And then the inside was just. Oh, man. That's the worst. Um. I'm glad I'm I'm close to as far south of Michigan as I could possibly get for this one. Youpers are basically Canadian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dems fighting words to the Youpers. They'll come at you. They hear stuff like that, and that's why they want to be a separate state. They're going to sick their mooses on me. Oh, my God. They're meese. <laughs> They're meese. They're meese. I see this a lot too, living growing up in the suburbs. Okay. Time to go shopping. Oh, I hate doing that. After On Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. No. And people go Black Friday shopping. No. I'm like, what are you doing? Amazon exists for a reason, people. Do that. Um, I've never played Euchre. Which I never have, actually. I never have. I'll tell you what. But I remember I said that in the hallway one time and it literally became an hour discussion. I will not let you go into the flames alone on this one. <laughs> okay. Because I'll add an additional one. Okay. All right. Sorry, but Euchre sucks. And I'm not just saying four <laughs> words to ruin Thanksgiving. I'm just telling you, Euchre sucks. Right. Scat is way better. <laughs> All right. Fight me. Um... I've got one more, and then I've got one that I think is just going to crush everybody's soul. Okay. Um, This one's pretty soul-crushing anyway. Okay. Mackinac fudge is okay. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I said it wrong. Mackinac fudge is okay. Mackinac. Oh, my gosh. I will be murdered on the spot. Yeah. 
Don't say that on the island. <laughs> They'll boot you off and you'll yeah. have to swim back to shore. Yeah. Oh, so my gosh. Me. Okay, what's your soul-crushing one? All right, I'm ready for it. Soul-crushing one. Oh, my God. I'm going to get murdered for this one. It's not so much four words as it's four letters. O-H-I-O. O-H-I-O. Have fun eating dinner over there, then. <laughs> with teeth. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. Trans-Siberian Orchestra are going to be in Grand Rapids. We were talking earlier with yeah. uh, Jeff Plate. Uh, went back and played that interview about what to expect there. But uh, not just the Grand Rapids show uh, that we're sending people to, Mark. Yeah, you could be wrapping up the year in I San Antonio. I see what you did there, wrap yep. up the year in, in yep. wrapping. exactly. <laughs> San Antonio, that's where they're going to be in Texas, December 30th. You could be flying out to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra at the AT&T Center. You win, you and a friend getting round-trip airfare. We're going to put you up at the Hilton for a couple of nights. You're going to get a VIP Riverwalk tour $500, and we would pick you up from the airport and drop you back off as well. So really cool deal up there. The TSO in Texas tab at WRKR.com. Click it right now. Get signed up. Don't want to miss out on this. And, yeah, it's time we uh, check in from a uh, interview that we had with Joel Hoekstra earlier in the year. What is this now? Is, is this year 12 for you with uh, TSO? Yeah, crazy, right? I joined in 2010, so, you know, in lots of ways, it feels like just yesterday that I was a new guy, and then in some other ways, it feels like, man, that was a lifetime ago. So, uh, you know, it's just an honor to be a part of it. Now, when you joined, like you said, 2010, you know, this this uh, show had already kind of been churning for about a decade. What was it like coming into this environment with TSO and with all the production elements that they have? Very intimidating the first year. I mean, I had obviously at that time been a part of the show Rock of Ages, which, you know, pretty small production set, fun show, cool Broadway show to be a part of. And then the band Night Ranger, you know, we were doing all right. But, you know, <laughs> you know, being, being out, uh, you know, on, on some big gigs, I've yeah. definitely played for some big crowds and things like that. But I'd never seen a stage like that or been on a stage like that in my whole life. Yeah. Um, so it was it was very intimidating the first year, and, um, you know, I'd say from there, it's just been one of those things that you just try not to lose sight and, and uh, have an appreciation for every year as it as it goes by where you say, man, I, I'm really lucky to, to be up here because it, it could be anybody. And sure. uh, it's, you know, it's something as a musician that you try not to take for granted. Now, we, uh, we got to talk to uh, Jeff Plate recently. He's a drummer with TSO. He's been part of the... The group since it started, you know, and, you know, before Trans-Siberian Orchestra, he was in a number of other, of other, you know, groups and bands. And now this is kind of his bread and butter. You, however, you you were working on some solo stuff mostly before you joined TSO. But then you join and you stack on top of that Night Ranger, Whitesnake, a couple of years with Cher. Like you mentioned, Rock of Ages. Like this isn't before you join. This is while you're doing TSO. Uh, how do you handle all of that? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I had technically I had joined Night Ranger and Rock of Ages, um, when I had the opportunity to join TSO True. and that was definitely a moment where I went, well, wait a minute, how is this all going to work? Is this going to be the thing that, 
you know, like just topples everything over. And I, and I was very conflicted about, you know, whether or not it was the right thing to do. Cause it meant subbing out a night ranger at the time. Um, but you know, I mean, the, the answer as a musician is, you know, the only way to really do it these days is to constantly stay busy just right. to, to, to work as hard as you can, you know, which in other words, approach it like every other human being out there on planet earth, you know, like, you know, go after your job with as much as you can and do your best at it. And, right. Um, so I try to remain dedicated. And if that means, you know, filling my time with various things, then that's what I do. Now, it, don't get me wrong. If someday TSO said, Hey buddy, we can fill up 12 months of your year, then Hey, cool. I'm sure. all about it, you know, but, um, that'd be fantastic. But as a musician, the main thing that you owe to yourself is to try and remain busy and not, you know, not just be inactive and complacent. Sure. Do you get time to take breaks <laughs> between any of all this stuff? I mean, I don't really want any, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I prefer to kind of just keep going and uh, see where it all goes. It's, it, that's, you know, it's one of the exciting things about my life is I got to live a dream that I, I basically said I wanted to do when I was 11 years old. Right. So there's not many people that have that feeling where something like this works out. And so for me, you know, it's, it's about just keeping it going and seeing where it all leads um, because you just never know at, at this point. Yeah, you know, it's almost I'm playing with house money because I think if you were to tell the 11 year old me that all this would have happened, I would have been like, "No way! That's incredible!" <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I'm just going to keep pushing and see where it all takes me. Can you talk to the difference between you know performing with a Night Ranger, a White Snake, and what it's like to go out on stage with TSO? Because I have to imagine one, we talked about the production level difference, but the crowd difference uh, as well with that. Yeah, TSO, I would say, you know, one of the, the main differences is that this is something that's more of an all-age thing. Mm -hmm. So as cliche as it sounds, it's a show where there's something for everybody. You know, we have families that are three generations deep out there. You've got the grandparents, the parents, and the kids, and everybody's actually genuinely enjoying the show. You know, you've got a story on the front end, the obvious, like, holiday tradition element where you're, you know, getting a little bit of something out of it, a message. Um, but you've got the rock thing and you've got the visual spectacle for the kids. I mean, I don't care what age the kids are when they're looking at the lasers and the video wall and the pyro, they're all into it, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's been really cool over the years to be, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me, a little frog in my throat this morning. Um, it's, it's always exciting to be able to step off the stage and play your guitar, like for, for the kids. I, yeah. I actually dig it. I'm a dad myself. You know, it's uh, I've gotten countless emails over the years about how that moment has like changed their kid's life. How they were, you know, uh, having a, a tough time at school, or you know, they decided to start guitar, and uh, you know, just what how that moment has inspired kids over the years. It's it's really cool to get that, and you don't get that on a normal rock gig. Tickets available now to see the Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Uh, which is the, the, it's a new show this year, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a show that we've done in past years. That's, okay. uh, it's essentially like a greatest hits story on the front end. So if you haven't seen TSO before, it's a good year to come check us out for the first time because you're going to hear the songs that put us on the map and made us who we are. Awesome. Well, tickets are available for that show, for both shows actually, 3 and 7.30, Van Andel Arena, going to be up there December 4th. Uh, guitarist Supreme, Joel Hookster with us. Uh, we greatly appreciate your time today, man, and uh, definitely safe travels on the road. Likewise, brother. Thank you so much for the support and for getting the word out for us. Much appreciated.
Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios again. Happy Thanksgiving. I almost said congratulations, Thanksgiving. Congratulations, you made it to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Uh, so we, we've, we've, I've mentioned this several times in my own beliefs. I think you can't celebrate Christmas until after at least you've had dinner, whether you're a football fan or not. I wait until after the football games, but you have to have Thanksgiving dinner before you can start celebrating Christmas in my eyes. Okay. Okay. Which works out well because, uh, this afternoon that's going to be done and taken care of. And then you can go do Christmassy stuff. There is something that I really encourage everybody in the area to do. If you've got family coming to town, uh, it's a good opportunity to, one, go to a new place, or two, go to a place that's, uh, they, that maybe you know about but uh, need an extra incentive to go. The Gilmore Car Museum uh, started their Winter Wonderland. Actually, it starts Sweet. tomorrow. Okay, gotcha. uh, Their Winter Wonderland Holiday Light Spectacular. And I actually got to go preview this on Tuesday with some friends of mine, uh, Lauren James. Josh, obviously, has been uh, a friend of the show and the station because we did the Rocker Classic ride earlier this year yeah. uh, with the Gilmore Car Museum. But he invited me to come out to the uh, the preview of this uh, light spectacular at the Gilmore. And I have to tell you, man, like he was explaining to me um, a little over a month ago. It was the it was it was like the week we were giving away the bike. He said, you know, we've done the lights at Gilmore before. We've done the the, the spectacular at the Gilmore before. This year they have updated it. With new music, new lights, new systems, new displays, nice. everything. That's cool. It is incredible. Like everything he explained times ten. That's sweet. Did not even did not even like come close to my expectations and blew them out of the water. I gotta go check this out then for you, sure. You see the lights off like the hoods of the cars and stuff, and then it's oh, got that man. cool little main street, you know, yeah. kind of feel to it and stuff. Oh my god, dude. That's awesome, dude. It it feels like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> It really feels like you're in the coolest, like, lighted Hallmark movie there is. That so, is really sweet. I'm excited to do that once yeah. we get back from Thanksgiving break, man. Yep. We're hitting so, that up. If you got family in town, uh, it's, it's not happening today. Tomorrow is the first day uh, that they're doing it. Five to nine, they're doing it every night. Go check out these lights. Um, it's really something special. And, uh, man, if, if it's your first time going to the Gilmore Car Museum, too, very, very cool place to go check out. And uh, I think this is going to be something very special. Take the family out there to see this. I guarantee you they're going to be coming. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios, Thanksgiving edition of the Rock and Morning Show. So, Mark, we have gone this whole show without yes. talking about our teams playing this week. So let's go ahead and make our predictions. Since you won't hear from us again for a few days. Tonight, we have three games. Well, the, tonight and this weekend, three games to consider yes. that we need to talk about, all right? And we want our predictions. Lions versus Bills. The game is in Detroit. The Bills have been there since last Saturday because of the snowstorm at Buffalo. I don't believe they went home. Yeah. So, Bills getting comfortable in Detroit. Lions coming off a three-game winning streak. What say you? The logical mark would say Lions are going to get wrecked. Yeah. This, however, is they're riding a big wave of momentum. So winning streak is huge, obviously. I still don't know how I feel about Dan Campbell. I want to believe. But there's a couple of reasons that I feel like Detroit could pull a major upset. Okay. First, they're in the wild card hunt. Yep. 
three weeks ago, we're looking down the barrel of their. Here we go. Yeah, Yeah, they're done. Now they're in the hunt. Yep. I think he's going to have these guys ready. I think they're going to play like this is a playoff game. And I think this is going to be the game where this is deciding because this Mm -hmm. is a real team. So you need. (laughs) As opposed to all the other fake teams. Right. You need this victory. Yep. You absolutely need every victory you can get from this point on. But Mm -hmm. if you beat the Bills, then you turn heads and go, wait a minute. What's going on in Detroit? Yep. Because they got the talent. They got the resources. They can do it. They just have to do it. And I feel like Detroit Lions are going to take the victory on Turkey Day. Lions by a field goal. That's what I had. Lions by, I would say, four points. Yeah, by three points. Sounds right. Lions by three points. They've been playing close all year. All it takes is that one little oomph, extra oomph. Yep. And they're over the top. So, yeah. What, I do, think, you, what do you think, Meatball? I'm, I'm thinking Lions by three. I think really? uh, they've got that wave of momentum. The Bills have been out of sorts because they've been stuck away from home for less than a week. Oh. Not a normal week. They haven't seen their families, really. They haven't been in their normal practice facilities. Everything's kind of a little wonky for them. It just feels different. And when things feel just slightly different, Yeah. That's an interesting theory. I think it's the Lions by a field goal. All right, the other game, this one's my Cowboys versus the Giants. This game's in Dallas. Lions just beat the Dow- uh, beat uh, the Giants for their third straight win. Dallas just handed the Vikings their second loss of the season and probably one of the most complete games I've seen my Cowboys play all year. I am picking Dallas by a million on this one. And bold prediction, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be on the sideline ready to sign the contract. To come really? and play for them for the rest of the season. I think OBJ's going to the to the Cowboys, yep. huh? Yep. That is my prediction for that game. I am gonna say for this game, being that it's a home game, mm-hmm. um I'm gonna say Cowboys by at least a touchdown. In fact, I would I'll say ten points. I'm gonna right. keep the spread at that. I'm gonna yeah. say Cowboys are going to have a, a commanding at least 10-point lead to end this game. Yeah, I still say Cowboys by a zillion. All right, the big one for the weekend. This is probably bigger than any NFL God. game. This is this is massive. Michigan versus Ohio State. This is already the game of the year in college football. Now you've got number two versus number three in Columbus. Ohio State is a 71, nearly 72% favor to win this game. Loser possibly out of the college football playoff altogether. I know who you want to pick, Mm -hmm. but will you pick them to win is the question. Last week was a rocky game, but this team proved that under pressure, they can get the victory. This Uh is a special game every single year. And one thing is for sure that this is make or break. And again, you're in a situation where this pretty much is a bowl game. And this bowl game will decide who's going to the national championship tournament. I think uh, I think there's a reason that Michigan is 10 and 0. They're no that's not a fluke. <laughs> you don't just go 10 and 0 being a halfway decent team. Right. U of M by five. Hail. Hail. <laughs> Ohio State. I'm, I'm sorry, man. He's getting shut 
the F down. I'm sorry, man. You you're oh. gonna be sorry. O H I O by seven. Ooh, you're gonna be you you're gonna be you're gonna be sorry when we come back next week and go. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, who let that dude in the studio? Nobody else is in this building I, dude, today. Get the hell out of here! You weren't invited. Ooh, you suck. No, you suck.